three, two, one, whenever you're ready. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Cue Steve. Just go through my head. Great. The spirit okay. box. Yep. <laughs> and of course, your host for today's episode, Morgan. So I kind of, I wanted to do something about possessions after watching the movie Hereditary. So spoilers ahead if you don't want to have the movie ruined if you haven't seen it yet. Okay, there's your pause to get out of the yeah, recording. Skip ahead, skip ahead. We'll tell you when to come back. <laughs> so, uh,. I don't want to give, like, too much away. There is a point in the movie where they talk about this, like, secret possession cult of the, like, eighth king of hell, Pyman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this, like, a thing? Are there actual, like, possession cults? Like, that's creepy, but I kind of thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And why pick this random king of hell from the Lesser Key of Solomon? Well, you don't really want the smell and the flies from some of them, you know? So you might have chosen the, like, most pleasant to inhabit your body. But there's several of them, and, like, princes of hell that are all, like, sort of knowledge-based. Yeah, it's probably a trait that they really wanted, and they're like, well, that cult has that one, so we can't Kyman take Because Kaiman was like, can, can give knowledge and unearth secret treasures, which is what they talked about in the movie. They yeah. were like, grant us riches, Kaiman, but they did a really good job with it in the movie because in the the grimoire that talks about the Lesser Key of Solomon, Pyman has a feminine looking face because mm-hmm. apparently uh, he used to be a goddess that got transformed into a god. Hmm. Oh. Don't know if that's actually true. It's what I heard last time I, mean, I talked about it in the side stories. Yeah. But um, hey, I did look him look him up though, and he it does have it does say that he has an effeminate face but prefers a male host body, so (laughs) explains a lot about the movie when people go to watch it, but yes, I really enjoyed it, and and so it got me thinking. Okay, so people that are skipping, spoilers are done, Um, and also just sort of a rundown, possession. Okay. (laughs) So I actually went and sort of looked, um, because like, demon possession is strongly based in sort of like the Christian... Uh, religions, this is all like Judaism and Christianity, and whatever one else is one is that you know worship capital G O D in its various Islam. forms, huh? Islam, maybe. Yeah, it is an Islam. Yeah, so yeah, so that's what I was thinking. So there's another sort of possession called spirit 
possession, which encompasses sort of everything that's like it can be a demon, but like aliens can possess your body, spirits hmm. of like ghosts, anim- spirit of animals. Okay. And like so I possess saying, people's bodies regularly while yeah. I'm dating them. And so spirit possession ties into a lot of like shamanism, especially if you're going like spirit guides and communicating yeah. with, with past spirits for knowledge and things like that. Uh, but there are several spirit possession. I don't really want to use the word cult because it has bad connotation. But spirit possession religions, and of course, a lot of them are in South Africa and places lower than us on the equator. And of course, voodoo is probably the most popular one that everyone knows about. You're kind of staring at me like you're expecting me to say something horrible. No, I'm listening. Okay, <laughs> I'm listening for something horrible so I can be like, "We're editing that out." No, no, I think it's fascinating. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I, I did find a JSTOR article which was so dry. I could barely. I mean, it's it. it's hard to make exorcism and possessions dry, but the academics find a way. But it was <laughs> it was they did use the word possession cult. And it was with the spirit uh, Kitimura. I had to find it again. Um, so I wasn't going to use it, and then I decided to bring it up anyways, because that's <laughs> you know, how I roll. But it was interesting. But I didn't... It wasn't, like... Quite what you wanted. Yeah. Well, I think that um, a lot of our sort of demon... This is, like, before we even get to Coven Corner. Sorry, ramble section. Oh, wow. Um, I was actually waiting for a good time to be like, Coven Corner. (laughs) Yeah, but um, just sort of, I think that a lot of times it's sensationalized, especially, like, post-Satanic Panic America. Yes. Um, So so real things that deal with spirit possession are not as exciting as they were murdered so that somebody could take over their life. Like, no, that doesn't, like, really happen. No. They could be murdered, but they're probably Although there's somebody psychotic, real, I'm sure, who believes that that's a thing. Yeah, but not a real, like, satanic ritual. As the satanic temple will say that they do not condone those things, and that is not what... Boop, boop. That's not what they're about. <laughs> Which I got... I just dove right into everything random this week. <laughs> so yeah. Rabbit trolls of the internet. So, oh, yes, before girl. we get into Google our... Google K-holes are my favorite thing. You do. K-holes? Like, when you, like, start Googling something, and then you end up Googling something else, and you just fall into this never-ending hole. Yes. Like, I watched a snail give birth. Or lay eggs, really. Okay. Last That's night. cool. Yeah, it was pretty... They had pink ones. It was rad. <laughs> but, like, no. I... Started by like watching internet comment etiquette, uh, so <laughs> you know that's how it works. I was watching um, TV show conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. I got really deep. Now I know Simpsons. way too much about a lot of TV shows and the Rugrats. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, all but the ones. speaking of TV shows, segue, segue, segue. It's fire. It's okay. like Heather did it on before purpose. we get into our our. Fun times of spirit possession or demonic possession. Um, my sort of lighthearted pick for the Coven Corner is your guilty pleasure TV show. Woo, Who would so like many. to go first? I have so many. I know. I, that was right? in that boat. I was like, uh, it can be anything from like the trashy reality TV that you like, or I don't know. I um, feel I, like. Guilty Pleasure has to be something that, like, you really love, but you're slightly embarrassed to love. Because I have a lot of shows that I'm like, I'll, I'll say it. I'm proud to like it. But there's one where I'm like, yeah, I watch this. No, <laughs> for me, it's, it's very much, I ver- have very little shame. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I'm not embarrassed to love mine, but I know people around here yeah, think it's weird. But yeah, like, or something like that. I watch 
a lot of old lady shows because yes, I like to just feel cozy and not to have emotions. And so I generally I have a friend who's in England um, who might actually listen to the show. So hi, shout out to um, England, shout out to Richard. No. Um, but <laughs> but um, uh, basically, I watch shows that little old ladies in England will watch, like Escape to the Country and Miss Marple. Um, because all I want to do <laughs> is stare at a bunch of green grass and go, everything is fine. <laughs> With my Guilty Pleasure TV shows. What about everyone else? I love it. There's a uh, patch of green grass behind my new apartment you can look at. No. We'll just have to put horse blinders on you <laughs> so you can't see the no, I refuse. Did just the green grass. No, I'm, I'm just going to run off, marry some like random dude in England and just occupy a house in the country and he'll I'll insist that he does most of his work out of doors and it will be wonderful. <laughs> a marriage of convenience is what I want. An Englishman. That sounds like a deal of some I'm sort. really cute, so like you should want to marry me. <laughs> there you go. What about you, Carson? Um, okay. Mm, I'm with Kat. There's a few. And I have one. And the name literally just escaped me as soon as you said my name. So um, would you like to think about it while someone else goes on? I can okay. tell you everything about the show, the main character, everything. What's it about? What's it about? Um, Dr. Hart, it's like basically an American knockoff of Doc Martin. Um, uh, is it... Uh, she, 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 uh, she, she, uh, moves actors. Uh, oh, everyone acting is sucks really bad, and she like moves to Alabama, Bell, Blue Bell, Alabama, and she's like this New York doctor. Um, just, just sounds like Sweet Home Alabama, but with doctors. <laughs> it's so good, and it's so awful. Like the acting is terrible, and it's like, but I love it, and it's so charming and cute. Did Morgan you find it? Heart yes, thank you. <laughs> the TV show set in Bluebell, Alabama. Yep, Bam. Heart there we go. You know how to research, y'all. Heart of Texas. So no. cute. <laughs> but I do have everyone else who's watched it. I have like three friends who have watched it. So shout out to Morgan and Doug, who both say like it's awful and charming, and they couldn't stop watching it. It just sucks you in, and it's great. Where is it accessible? Like Netflix. Netflix. Okay, well, I'll put that on the list of everything I have to catch up on this. You would hate it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I would. It's so good. Okay, that's why it's my guilty pleasure because because you know because you know how bad it is, but it's so good. Yes. Yeah. But anyone who's watched Doc Martin, and if you love Doc Martin, then you'll probably. What was that Texas TV show with the supernatural that was like Midnight Midnight Texas? That was also kind of shit, but I liked it. Based on the book series. By Charlene Harris that yeah. wrote the Six Stack House. It was series. Vi- it was definitely very much sexy people being sexy in Texas. I think I bought the first. I remember sort of. I think I bought yeah, the, the first Midnight Book because it was on sale. Like it was I'm it was okay. Do they make Texas look so country? Like yeah, like they make us like they dumb us down. They're like, well, hi guys. Well, they do that Not with everyone. everybody in the South. I did. Yeah. No, because y'all are classy South. We're just hick South. Oh, like, we're yeah, also difference. hick South. Well, like, they make Alabama look pretty hicky South in the and show, like, too. Louisiana, like, I mean... I've never yeah. seen a TV show with Louisiana. Oh, you're from Shreveport? You haven't seen... <laughs> Fangs. Oh, oh, that dynasty's not in Louisiana, is it? What's the show called? True Blood. True Blood. You haven't seen True Blood? The theme no. song for True Blood is solid. Oh, I guess that could be a guilty pleasure. 
I want to do bad, bad things to you. I just like the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> huh, okay. Guess it's my next show. But that, I heard that, that's that got like a lot of sex in the show, right? So and blood. It's it's basically just yes, sex yes, it and does. blood. Well, but nothing good. I'll use your Anna Patrick's HBO. I'm like, can we get a little dick, please? <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> words I never thought more of nudity. <laughs> I don't want to see Anna Patrick's boobs. I'm not. In the girls. No, I get it. I just, I that's a thing that like Cat and I would just scream out. <laughs> that's enough, okay? <laughs> More of Alexander Skarsgård's butt, please. He does have are. a significantly lovely. Is butt. it bubbly? He does. He has. I know it's, it's it fits. It's, it's firm. It looks. Um, Morgan, I think I know what your uh, guilty pleasure TV show is. What? Is it? Da 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 da. That's not the theme song anymore. But. Oh, My Little Pony. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I'm not embarrassed about watching that at all. I, True. It has made me the best friend in the world, and you bitches should all be very happy I watch it. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> There's a one Doc Whovian. Doctor Who's. Doctor Who's. Doctor Who's. Cat is just mad because she doesn't understand the power of friendship. No, I don't. Well, she's a Scorpio. Double Scorpio. Yeah, I'm a double Scorpio. All I care about is people adoring me. I'm clearly <laughs> Princess Twilight, and I'm the princess of friendship in our group, and bow to me. But, no. Um, actually, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I over my head. head. No. Same over here. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, is she, like, the, like... She's an alicorn. Yeah. She's the purple one. Okay. Because there was something about, like, Myers-Briggs types, and I got the white one. Rarity. Yeah. She embodies the spirit of generosity. You're very generous. You do bring me lunch and when I'm And she's also very posh. <laughs> oh, that, you know, that yeah. makes sense. Because, you know, me, Tony Stark, that She likes shiny things. Thing. Yeah. I do yeah. like diamonds. <laughs> you <laughs> We did talk about that last time, of just, like, me seeing that beautiful diamond necklace and being like, huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. exactly. But just to be clear, I'm not one of those weird brony people that think the ponies are hot. I like a wholesome TV show about friendship. I think it's very sweet, and I think it's a good show for kids. It's it's very cute. I will give it that. But no, my my pick for uh, my guilty pleasure TV show right now, because I'm sitting there watching it at work and trying not oh. to like. Yeah. Uh, the K-drama, Scarlet Heart Rio, <laughs> Moon Lovers. Oh my gosh. It is no so idea. good. And I love the actor. Um, is how, it, do you, how do you pronounce the G-I? Is it like G? Yeah. So, uh, Lee Jun-ji? Yeah. Yeah. He was in the latest Resident Evil movie. He's he, very handsome. He died. But he's so like in the handsome. movie. Yeah, he died in the. Oh yeah, in the movie, not in real life. Oh okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Carson yes. looks up and is like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> oh, what's her name? Mila Jovovich killed him in the movie. Yeah, no, he's a very attractive man. So I do occasionally watch a K drama, but it's very rare um, that I will watch a K drama. And usually, I want people to die more often in my K dramas. This one, I guess, because it's like a historical drama, there's a lot of eye contact, and it's like. Morgan likes shows where they spend, like, literally an episode looking at each other about to kiss. Like and she screams, keys. <laughs> like, I, I think I introduced you to a couple that were, like, Coffee Prince. Yes, Coffee Prince was the like first that. one that you got me into, and it was... So, you started yeah. those, is what it sounds like. I, well, she was, like, starting to really get into Korean culture, and I was like, or pop culture, you know, and I went, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was already watching anime, so... 
Just one step over. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> what What do you call me? My, you're, I'm your magic brown person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me show you things, Morgan. But, <laughs> yep, this, this, the magic brown person nick- nickname came out almost, though, because of the fact that I was complaining about magic brown people in movies. Where it's like, all of a sudden there's a character who knows everything, and they just so happen to be Asian. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to like promote that stereotype, but you know a lot of different cultural things than me because of where you're from. And also I don't which sleep. Is, which is not Asia, but Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a multicultural center, you know? Very cosmopolitan. <laughs> and after this actual small Oh my gosh. Center, so. I like hated you for a second in the sound. <laughs> I know, all of us were just went back to high school like, oh no, no. I'm that girl, oh my god. Which is why we met after college. No, I was, I don't think I was ever that girl. I don't think you were ever actually, like, bad. I don't think so either, but man, but, I like, just like I would have been with a band, sound. and we would have seen you, and you would have laughed, and we would have been like, mm. <laughs> I did date, choir, so I, I dated the drummer. <laughs> you would have not been happy at her school. We probably would have been on the yearbook staff together. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very involved in my school. I'm I did it because we got to the campus for lunch to sell. Beta. Ads. Yeah, Beta Club. Oh, yes. Beta Club, yes. What? Yes, I was oh, in Beta Club. Club. I, I had no idea. Oh. Yes. What? And Sorry, I was I in National Honor Society. Is that a thing? And then I ran for National State President. It? I was in I National Honor Society as well. Were you guys in NHS? It was. Our school didn't have that. We just had Beta. NHS? Okay. I have a high five because I did more. I feel like I did that in college. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, NHS. Uh, although, okay, this is sidetrack nation. Sorry, guys. This well, is the longest cup and corner. TV show? Yeah. Um, so it's really a genre which I will give an example of a TV show. But anything super tweeny, dark Riverdale. 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 Oh, oh my god! No, why is he so hot? Which one, Archie? Archie. Archie. Arnie. Oh, that Arnie. Yeah, no, Jughead. Of course you love Jughead. Jughead. <laughs> okay, Jughead, but I feel weird because I knew him from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and I can't unsee mm. Whoa, it. Who is he in Sweet Life? He's one of the twins. One of the oh, I, I've never watched but him. But he dyed his hair black. Yeah, he's bl- he's blonde. He, okay, uh, or any Adam Sandler movie when he like he has a, like, a little blonde kid? Like, uh, no? Oh, anyone see Friends? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ross's son? Oh, oh I can't help you right now. Oh my god. You know, okay. if it makes you feel any better, I haven't either, but I feel like... Nope, Catherine, that's an offensive thing to say. Keep that in your head. Because clearly, because <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not white and it's a white person show. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. But anyways, so yeah, it has to be like super unrealistically dramatic and dark and tweeny. So did you ever watch Pretty Little Liars? I my friend did. I never did it because I was waiting for it. I I need a big Stephanie. You would enjoy yeah. the gates. Um, I have a lot of different shows that are like that, but like basically Twilight ish TV shows that are super dark and dramatic. The gates is all supernatural, and it's my one season. Like it's yeah, one of those things that's that, supernatural. Like I can kind of watch Riverdale, um, you know, to a certain degree because it's just so bad. But <laughs> I know, but I love it, and so I binge it, and like I was uh, watching it um, while I was working an event. Because that's, you know, we're allowed to. Yeah. And one of my uh, co-workers, Oscar, was like, does anything happy ever happen? And I'm like, no, it's pretty much soul-sucking the entire time. Yeah. I like that. Benny and Archie I kissed. do, too. I was happy. Ma? Until two seconds after the door opened. You, you're shipping them hard, aren't you? Really? Well, Betty and Chuck. Bughead! No, we're not getting into this right now. 
I haven't watched it. Forever. But my 15 year old brother Wait. watches it and likes <laughs> yes. it. So, well, who does he identify with? Yes. I have no fart. idea. Oh, okay, so Fart. Is it Farchi or. Varchi? They're ship names. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that. You know. Archie Cat. <laughs> I like that one. I was going to say, I feel like Vonnie or something. Vonnie. Like, yeah. No, that's Betty and. No? I don't know. I feel like it's. I, you know, I don't know. But. <laughs> I should know, but I'm Team Buckhead, clearly, so. Yeah. Buckhead. Buckhead. Also, and they're like, dating in the real circuits. life. I oh, they are. They take such are. cute pictures. Okay, but we are really, like, this is not the point of the show. Yeah, how far <laughs> in are we? Uh, well, we have to pause a couple times because I'm going to edit, so, like, 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, I think we're good on the cover corner. I don't know about y'all. We'll, we'll circle back. <laughs> <laughs> After all the dark, we'll come back with a little bit of light. Yeah. Okay, so, who wants to start? I can because it's light, or I can end because mine is light. I, I can go whenever anyone wants. I just need a free hand. Okay, well, I guess I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, viewers. I'll bring it out since mine's much, a lot lighter in cool. tone. Okay, so mine, because uh, one of the stipulations uh, for um, this, that it had to be real life or at least, like, happen to a real person, even if, like, it wasn't actually real. You know what I mean? I like place that stipulation. In the... I said it could be anything that inspired a movie. It doesn't have to be real life. Uh, no. I misread that completely. Either way, real life situation yeah. here. Um, and I'm probably going to mispronounce it. So it's Anna Eklund? Eklund? Eklund. It's E-C-K-L-U-N-D. Um, Let me look. I think it's Eklund. It's not my table, Eklund. so I don't care. Yeah. But those are my tarot cards. Okay. Um, anyways, so she was an American woman who was allegedly um, demonically possessed, and she had a bunch of exorcisms, and we'll get to why that happened um, in a little bit. But she was born in 1882, Midwestern United States, um, and so what What I found interesting about this one, because I saw, I was trying to look up a lot of different people, because you, know, you don't know if it's ever really real yeah. or whatever that, but... The reason she got involved in all of this, being possessed and everything, was because her parents supposedly practiced witchcraft, and obviously it was dark witchcraft, and, like, actually wanted to, her to be a vessel. And so they would, like, constantly mm. try and... Bad parenting. Bad parenting. <laughs> probably rule number, like, two. We, we came up with a lot of rules in Don't the past like, one, but, like... <laughs> demonically possess your child. Please. Yeah, but that's pretty Thank much you. all, like, what they saw her as the purpose, is that she was only meant to be a vessel, so they constantly Jeez. performed, you know, rituals on her, and probably a little dark, probably painful, obviously Ech. not a whole lot of consent. So, because of this, I mean, she was exercised, I don't know how many times, um, and she, the big thing with her is that, um, because they practice on her, they almost made her immune to uh, holy objects. So, like, holy water wouldn't always hurt her, crosses didn't really bother her, like, that's how in-depth she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she would have fits, she would yell in different tongues, she would levitate, um, apparently she was, like, ridiculously, um, and I don't mean this in a positive way, but, like, she was overly sexual, mm-hmm. and so, like, anything, you know, she would try, yeah. it, seduce, corrupt, that kind of idea. Yeah. Um, and, 
it wasn't just her parents who got involved. It was also some her quote unquote aunt who also was her father's lover. It was just a big dark witchcraft circle, and she was just you know an object for them. But every time they did an exorcism, uh, the parents would just go right back and call the demon again. Jeez. Okay. And, yeah, like every time. So that's why she was like she had so many exorcisms, but it didn't matter because they kept calling her back. Are calling the demon back, and so like she just kept going through this whole fight and everything, and finally in 1912, so like born 1882, all the way through 1912, all having all these exorcisms, um, she was exorcised by Father. I'm gonna mispronounce this, Theophilus Reisinger. Yeah, it's well, Ph. Theophilus or Theophilus? Theophilus. Theophilus. I think that would be fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Singer, um, who was a priest originally from Bavaria, Germany, uh, he came in and, um, they didn't actually do a whole lot of documenting during the exorcism, but it was, he did it first in 1912, and then he did it again in 1928, same person, um, trying to make sure I say this all right. But as she, as he was doing the exorcism, the Anna refused to eat, um, and anytime she did, she would vomit it up. So she was basically withering away, like the vessel was withering away because she wasn't allowed to, or she wasn't participating in the way that they wanted her to participate. Mm -hmm. um, and she started screaming different things, like, uh, I mean, this, this, this. One in 1928, this exorcism started in September and ended in December. So it was like multiple day process. So they actually had to like keep her chained up and yeah. that's why, you know, she refused to eat because she couldn't escape. But um, the very, very, very last exorcism, she yelled in a high like falsetto voice, mm -hmm. um, Beelzebub, Judas, Jacob, and Mina. Mina was the name of her aunt mm -hmm. and slash father's lover. Yeah. So... Creepy. Yeah. Trauma right there. And then she screamed, hell, hell, hell. And then finally, all of a sudden, like, she just, like, stood there, mm -hmm. looked them straight in the eyes, and then, in her normal voice, started saying, my Jesus, mercy, praise be Jesus. And she was, she was cured, but she would have minor, uh, sorry, minor possessions for the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. But they Jeez. were controllable, they were easy exorcisms. But, like, she never was fully... Thanks, parents. Right? Like, she never could escape. She, like, was, she was basically controllable after that last one. I bet mm. she was just probably exhausted at that point. Like, How to fucking scar your kid? That's a great way. Yeah. Yeah. That's... If that's your goal, you know... If you want to, like, really fuck up your kid... Yeah. Do that. Yeah, like... That's a great example. But I just found this one interesting because it was an ongoing thing, and they kept bringing it back, and it was, like, not her fault. Like, she didn't invite him in. Like, you know... Yeah. That's frustrating. Um... And there's a lot more cool stuff, but I, I didn't want to go over time, but I just, I thought it was just really interesting that she had to have so many exorcisms. Most of the time you hear, like, one exorcist, done, move along, yeah. or, you know. But it also does kind of bring up the idea of the fact that there's definitely an underlying mental illness thing with all of these uh, sort of possessions, as we know them. So it could be, you know, her mental illness was flaring up a lot because she was being tortured, you know, and when it was no longer happening on a regular basis, 
she was able to have a controllable... Yeah, actually, that's actually a really good point, because mm -hmm. if she did already have some kind of mental illness and they were performing witchcraft, she would attach it to whatever yeah. was happening. So, yeah. like, if she was supposed to have a demon possessor, then that's, like, that's the explanation. Like, she yeah. didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, it was just really crazy. Mm -hmm. Mine has a couple of weird relate-tos. Um, not, like, major ones, but her last name was Eklund. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And, well, this guy, um... Let's see, uh, it says, the story starts off with, um, Eklund and Rolando. So, I don't know. Just oh. name, name pun on there. Yeah. Um, but actually, Roland is the person that I will be talking about. I hope y'all don't mind to just jump right into mine. No, it's a good segue. We're doing well with our segues today. We'll have nice. a nice exorcism ritual to end us off so that we can... Yeah. Is someone, rid ourselves of these spirits. I was like, wait, Ooh. is someone possessed here? And I yeah, I was it. like, wait, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> cat looks away. <laughs> so, uh, Roland Doe is what, like I said, he goes by other aliases from, like, books and documents and stuff written by him. Uh, but he is the story that was, like, the classic horror story from the 1973 version of The Exorcist. Oh, okay. Because of Ooh. all his, his jaws. Yeah. Um, so when he was 13 years old, his aunt passed away, and she did, like, spiritual stuff, like, reading of the cards and all kinds of us. She, like, delve way, way into the world. Okay. More so than our, our nice tarot cards here. <laughs> um, uh, so after she passed away, uh, she had taught him, like, a lot of things, too. So she taught him how to use a, a Ouija board. And so she died, and he was, like, really sad. And he was like, mm, I'm gonna call my aunt. No, and Okay, continue. So he tries... But he did not call his aunt. Of course you don't. Of course not. Um, so all kinds of weird things started happening. At first they were like, you know, just the things you see in movies. Like, it, it, you know, like knocks on the walls and stuff like that. Um, and then it like, became much more sinister. But really quickly. Dialed the wrong number. Happens all the time. No. No. <laughs> uh, I will murder everybody. I can see Kat's hands going toward like a leg. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's the evil look she's looking at me as she's doing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't Heather tell. Heather has left the building. Goodbye. But Heather's giving death glares. <laughs> Heather's about to take Morgan Sage and burn the house down. It's not fun. So, after all these weird things started happening, the family is like, oh shit, we can't handle this. So, I mean, honestly, I would be my fun. reaction oh, as well. Shit. Exactly. Like, I feel like I would be like, shit. Yeah. So they called their, uh, the family went to like a Lutheran church, so they called the Lutheran pastor, and he was like, mm, too much, like, out of my hands. Um, <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> I feel like this is like the, what is the history, the rap guy who tells history, anyways, that's oh. I feel like I'm telling this. Um, Morgan's face, I'll show you later. Um, so like okay, one yeah. night, um, carved in his arm was uh, Lewis, and so then the mom was like, mm, that means we must go to St. Louis. Because that must be the answer. Like, he's trying to tell us, whatever. Not so, a dude named Lewis. It didn't even say St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, it just said Lewis, and they were like, let's go to St. Louis. There's a lot of guys also named Lewis. What if this answer was Lewis? What they if were from Louis? Missouri, so they it were just like... Louis Armstrong. You know? What if you had to go to Louis Vuitton? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is expensive, expensive things. <laughs> Buy me all the things. Um, so they, they do. They go to St. Louis, and um, they start reaching out to a bunch of different Catholic priests, and uh, during one of the... Uh, I guess, beginning exorcist, the boy reaches around and, like, underneath the bed and, like, grabs a bed spring and slashes the priest's arm with him, with it, because he, like, just ripped it off. Yeah. 
So they saw three more priests after that, and then they had to contact the archbishop. Um, and after that, they carried out 30 more exorcists on him um, in a psychiatric wing of the hospital. Because And it's not easy to get an exorcism. Yeah, like, like, especially like an official one from yeah. like the archbishop. And so like, this is, it's pretty serious if they're getting this many exorcisms. Mm-hmm. Finally, on April 18th, it didn't give me a year. Sorry about that. <laughs> it just says April 18th. Dude, pick your um, favorite year. <laughs> I'm going to pick like. 1992. <laughs> <laughs> a miracle occurred, quote unquote. Uh, so it was a couple days, um, or yeah, it was like recently after Easter, he had another seizure, and then he started like yelling words in like foreign tongues again. And then like at 1045 that night, he just says, he is gone. And uh, that's how I'm gonna start talking to you guys now. Got- <laughs> and apparently, whatever it was that was holding on to him just released his soul. I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night next time we all we were all sharing a room and say, "He is gone," and then go back to sleep. I sleep outside. <laughs> no, she's sleeping outside. <laughs> What's she really- can't because she'll sleepwalk and wander off. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, we'll lock her in the car. And we fight. Yeah. <laughs> Last interesting tidbit about his, during, like, because it's, like, it was all during an exorcist. Uh, that was at 1045. So they, like, kind of stopped the exorcist because it's, like, not getting anywhere. And exactly seven minutes after they ended the exorcist, that's when he was like, oh, it's gone. Mm-hmm. You can stop. Ooh, maybe maybe I should say minutes. he is here. That's what I was uh, thinking. Yeah. <laughs> because that would creep me out more. And, like, I don't know if he's here already. So, like, that was... I was really hoping you didn't hear those thoughts. <laughs> so, yeah, that is that is Roland Doe, who uh, got really... The reason it started the Exorcist movie was because, like, years after that, um, some, like, author dude wrote a book about it, and it got really, really freaking popular. What was... What's the Exorcist theme? It's not the tubular bells one. Is it tubular? There's, like, a tube bells. I just said tubular I right now. You said he has, like, totally tubular, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we say... It's like this hollow bell sound, like uh, bell. Those are those are just chimes. Tubular no, they call it two bell, tubular bells or something they like, go that. like this. Yeah. Oh, and you. That's the name of the song is tubular bells. Is that I'm thinking? Of. Oh, well, that's. It just fun. sounds because I'm I'm covering up my southern accent that it's a little valley girl, and so it's just tubular. Tubular. Um, so yeah, but that's pretty cool though. Yes. Yeah, actually. Um, You're next, Morgan. It's fucking creepy, though. Okay. So, mine is from Germany. In the 1800s, there is a chilling story. I don't know if that's It chilling. is tubular bells. BT does. Wow. Did you really just have to, like... Yes. Yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so, my story is about... I'm going to look at Cat while I pronounce it. Gottlieben Dietes. Sounds good. I like it. <laughs> but, uh, she was a 28-year-old resident of the rural, 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 rural German rural. village of Mottlingen. Close. Okay. Uh, I, I'm uh, digging all these words. None of us are, like, German. No, but Kat so, is a vocalist, so she's had to take... That looks right, So then. it's, it's, it's an approximation of what I would as- expect it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's located in the Black Forest. Which I think is highly cool. They have good cake. Road trip, or, uh, Euro trip. <laughs> so, um, Dietas was, you know, raised Lutheran, very religious, highly superstitious upbringing. 
and her parents died when she was really young. So, but she like continued to live with her siblings, and they attended the services and all that kind of stuff. And their pastor was like super old school, like fire and brimstone fanatic. His name was Johann Christoph Blumhardt. His name was Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to have a moment. My heart exploded. In 1842, people living near her home would pass by, and they would hear, like, strange noises coming from the house, and it was always, like, in the middle of the night, and they sounded, like, really loud and jarring and, like, violent, so they were like, okay, some sort of abuse is going on in there, uh, like, something is going on. Mm-hmm. They, like, a doctor and some of the locals stayed one night in the house, and they witnessed things they could not explain. Ooh. Furniture moving, um, strange thuds, scrapes, bangs that seemed to issue forth from the very walls, leading them to the conclusion that the house was haunted. <laughs> Obviously. So all of these sort of strange noises and things continued, and um, the girl, the woman, Ditas, began to claim that she was being visited at night by the ghostly apparition of a woman holding a baby in her arms, and she was prone to sudden blackouts. And on occasion, the ghost of the person. The person. Sorry. Um, I kind of had to say listen. I'm really prone to blackouts. (laughs) The baby just drops. She would go into like a translate state for like an entire day before snapping out of it with no memory of anything happening. Fugue states. And so, of course, as what would happen in a small village, people started whispering about her haunted house and that her house was cursed. Not in mine. It's a small town. It's impossible. Since the activity seemed to be focused on Ditas, she was sent to live with a cousin, and the haunting apparently followed her to her new home, leaving the other siblings in peace. Ah. First clue, that's not the house. Yep. So, all of this craziness and following her caught the attention of her reverend, Bloomheart, who came to visit her, and eventually came to the conclusion that she was possessed by a demon after witnessing such evidence as the convulsive fits, speaking in different voices, intense bouts of uncharacteristic cursing and profanity. Because um, ladies never curse. Well, not back then in Germany. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yes, they did. <laughs> her siblings often claimed that she would sometimes go into a trance and violently attack them, her siblings, mm-hmm. for no reason, after which she, would no- she wouldn't remember doing it. Can I just, like, like, beat the shit out of someone I don't like and they'd be like, I don't remember it was a trance. You actually can because you have seizures. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you did tell me you were going to punch me right in my face when you came out of it one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're actually really violent when you come out of seizures. You're physically not violent. No, because you can't. Because you're, you're, like, you're not, verbally. You can't really move. So, <laughs> But if you could, you would. My inner <laughs> asshole just comes out. Okay, continue, Morgan. So the Reverend <laughs> Bloomheart took it upon himself to take care of her through this terrifying ordeal. Poor child. And would visit her. And so eventually, you know, it's like she like, trusted him. She confided in him that she claimed that as an infant, evil spirits had tried to kidnap her, but had been driven away by the power of her mother's protective prayers, and that also her aunt was a witch. Mm. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> um, things progressed to the point where this entity would possess. And it it was really confusing in this article because they changed from her last name to her first name. They would possess Gottlieben to speak with Bloomheart directly. During these conversations, the woman would speak in a voice that was not her own. 
and the spirit claimed to be the one who had visited got sleeping in the night. Mm. She was a widow who had killed two people during her lifetime, and these cruel acts had drawn the devil to her. And it was really weird because it was like she was being possessed by a spirit or a ghost who was being possessed by the devil at the same time. So it was like devil possessing spirit possessing human. Which is not normal. So what's oh god, what's the move? What's what's the movie? Inception. Thank you. Ha! Demonception. <laughs> um oh, and what was even more sort of odd about this sort of haunting possession was that that woman was not the only spirit inside the girl. Uh, more and more made themselves known as the months went on. And there were apparently hundreds of them residing within the young woman. And many of the spirits made the claim as the first one did, that they were victims of a demonic possession as well, uh, with some of them even saying that they sought refuge within the woman to try and escape their own, like, evil possessions. Yeah. Which I don't know how that's going to work, but... It kind of sounds like multiple personalities. Not to take away Dissociative from... Dissociative personality disorder. It could disorder. be demonic, but, like, the other, like, if we were looking for a scientific or mental... No, I think you direction. should always explore the mental health option yeah. first. Which is mm-hmm. what they do now. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So... Uh, this obviously led to them to start the ritual of the exorcism, which caused an escalation in the phenomenon, which that tends to happen. She became even more violent and unruly, needing to be restrained at times. Her venomous, blasphemous ranting became worse, and she exhibited the horrifying habit, this is what I found interesting, of vomiting sand, glass, nails, and copious amounts of blood. I'm like, you're in the Black Forest, where are you getting sand from? But for real, though. Like in wells. How is she getting down to the bottom of a well and back up? Well, clearly she can levitate. <laughs> yeah. She just, she just falls in. Or, no, she just has a bunch out. of those, like, jars from the time she went to the sea, and she has a bunch of jars of sand, and she's like, <laughs> they won't believe this. Okay. I mean, if you're going to do it, do Go it all, all the way. <laughs> exactly. The, I don't know, obviously we don't know how much of this is actually true, but the other interesting thing that happened with her then at one point she told the pastor that the spirits within her had left her body to go run amok thousands of miles away where they had allegedly caused an earthquake. And, um, like, a few days after that, news would come along that there had been a devastating earthquake in the West Indies. They had a layover. Which she could not have <laughs> known about. Which, of course, only convinced the pastor more that her possession was real. Yeah. Um, so, they continued on with these exorcisms... Uh, for nearly two years, with the demon-infested spirits becoming more desperate and violent to keep their hold on the girl as they kind of weaken. Some were especially defiant, threatening the pastor and his family with physical violence and death. And according to the account, the spirits actually ejected themselves willingly out of Gotthemen in order to attack her sister, Katarina, <gasps> who Ooh. also became possessed when his sister had been. <laughs> Yeah. Blue <laughs> being the amazing Lutheran preacher that he was, was able to face off against both possessed women. <gasps> okay, because he's such a strong man. Realizing that they were no match for the priest, they left the woman one by one. After which, Scott Levin supposedly said, "Jesus is victory." Victor, sorry, Jesus is victor. Je- Jesus is also victory. Victory and Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, whatever. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> So, of course, her exorcism made this pastor, like, a huge celebrity in the area. And just, like, this, all the surrounding churches, they were like, woohoo, this guy, we're going to him, so. And, of course, he reveled in it, 
No, no humility at all. <laughs> and would make claims that he could cast out any evil spirit and perform healings. And he even opened up a retreat, a thermal spa, in 1853 that was claimed to be a cure-all for I mean, that sounds fun, but, like, I don't want to go because he sounds awful. <laughs> claimed to cure illness, disabilities, and health conditions. And Gottlieb herself joined up with Bloomheart to help in his cause. I mean, if she thought she was I... possessed and he got rid of them, I can see why she would do that. That's a good version, but I also am going darker. I'm like, is this a conspiracy? It was a setup from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Also, if I was, like, a demon... And he was like, I can expel anybody. I'd be like, okay, we're going to see if this is true. <laughs> uh, I do want to go find this. In or I possess him and make him prideful. In 1850, he wrote a book called Bloomheart's Battle about the Oh, gag. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> we're back in time and we're possessing him. <laughs> yep. I'm done. So I thought that was a pretty good That one. is really cool, was though. Interesting. Like I said, my thing that really captured me was the vomiting sand and nails and glass. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, like, <laughs> even if, like, that just came out of nowhere, or she ate it, or was forced to eat it, and then throw it up. Like, that's still a lot of damage. It's still a lot. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a bit excessive. Or maybe someone was like, let me examine it, and just, like, threw down some screws, and was like, oh, look, there's a screw. I hope it was that one, and she didn't actually yeah. have to throw up. Nails. Or nails, yeah. <laughs> and glass, and sand. That's all gonna, that's oh, all. No, that's yeah. blood, though. Yeah. Lots and lots of but, blood. But, like, you can throw up blood. You okay, Catherine, most I people mean, just can't make their bodies throw up blood. It's, it's actually not as natural as you think. <laughs> half of the people in this room have done it, and we're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> High five. So you say half, as in we're like in a big room, it makes it sound like a lot half of people. Half of the in people room. in this room. <laughs> it's not, okay, um, 50%. <laughs> we just have an excess of blood, clearly. And yeah, our body's much, like, you know, it's because of my vampire. I, I keep it. sucking it out of you guys every night. <laughs> we do have low blood pressure, so you'd think. But, um, but yeah. So, on a less, like, people are dying note, um, she lived. Well, yeah, but, like, (laughs) you know. Everybody dies eventually. Yeah. So, um, I thought what would be kind of interesting is to look up different places and how they treat, um, exorcism. And so, I did see that in Tibet... So just prepare for a lot of mispronunciation up ahead. We apologize. Um, uh, there is a ritual of an exercising ghost day that's part of the Tibetan tradition um, within Buddhism in Tibet. And so it's held on December 29th in the Tibetan calendar. So it's their New Year's kind of situation. Um, and here I go pronouncing what it's called. Guodo, <clears throat> uh, Gudo or Guodoji. Um, yep, okay. <laughs> so, Is there an I in any of that? One of them. Which one? The Guodoji. So I think we are... No, it's it's at the end. So oh, never mind. Continue. It's G-U-O-D-U-O Guodoji. J-I-E. Okay. So, um, so, uh, so it's basically this day that they have uh, this huge celebration, and there's dancing, and there's food, and I'll get into that a little bit more. But first, I kind of want to talk about what ghosts are yeah. in the Tibetan tradition. So, ghosts are um, a part of the human world, sort of. It's They live on a plane that is like the human world, but very distinct, and it also comes into contact with the human world. 
Um, they may be killed specifically by a ritual dagger or caught in a spirit trap and burnt, releasing them to be reborn. Uh, so there are a bunch of spirits that are like, we're not ready to be reborn yet. And oh, people are okay. like, yeah, you are. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's interesting. That makes sense. Yeah, right? and so it, you can be exercised on the uh, annual festival, which is sort oh. of a cleansing festival. So, like, just steer your way, like, go away yeah. from that area for a little bit. <laughs> so, um, so in sort of this very simplified version, what they believe is that when a person... Um, dies, they enter into a particular state from which they may be reborn into a human or animal body, and uh, in the ghost world, in a ghost body, one of the paradise realms, or one of the hells. So you have some, like, split-offs that you can go. You can be like, I want to be a dog or human, um, or you turn into a ghost, or you go into paradise or hell. So, but eventually the person um, uh, will be reborn as a human unless they achieve nirvana. So, you know, everyone goes through random processes. Okay. Um, they also have hungry ghosts uh, that have their own realm, um, and they're represented as a teardropped or paisley, you know, swirly, heavy on the bottom, oh, okay. shaped um, with bloated stomachs and necks that are so thin that they can't pass food, which is why they're so hungry. Um, and so, And so, if they do try to eat, it's incredibly painful. And they're also described as having mouths the size of a needle's eye and a stomach the size of a mountain. So it's like, Fine. you can't get enough food into you to satiate, satiate yeah. uh, your hunger. Um, so it's, this, it's generally accepted to be a metaphor for the futility to fulfill um, your physical desires. Yeah. Um, so it's people who really concentrate on that too much. That's something that they can be punished by. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, it could be meanness or lack of generosity, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So that's sort of what you're dealing with. Um, there's also a type of ghost that's created through mental effort. So, like, if you sit there and you're a skilled practitioner and you are, like, thinking about something for a very long time, the ghost becomes, um, comes into existence. And it's not self-aware at first, but then it goes on to become a human being. Oh, okay. Which is super, like, I didn't quite understand totally yeah. how to do that, but from what I understand, you have to be an expert to do it. So I don't feel <laughs> <Okay>. bad <laughs> not knowing how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <clears throat> the exercising uh, ghost day, um, uh, Guter, is, um, so it's... It has a focus on uh, driving out all negativity, including evil spirits and misfortunes in the past year, and starting the news new year in a peaceful and auspicious way. Mm -hmm. um, so they hold these giant grand dance ceremonies. Um, the largest one is at the Potala Palace in Lhasa, um, and all day you clean your house, get it all fresh, Ooh. you decorate the rooms, and you eat a special noodle soup called uh, gutak in the evening. Um, and then, Ooh, during the evening, uh, it doesn't sound appetizing, but let me tell you what it is. <laughs> it sounds pretty okay. Um, but I also eat a lot of weird stuff. So, like, you know, it's, in English, it directly translates to nice stew. Okay. Okay. Um, and so... We're, like, sold. Yeah, and so, basically, what it appears to be, from pictures, is it's this broth, 
um, that is sort of this creamy broth, and then you get dumplings, and these dumplings, like, and I'm talking soup dumplings, not like Asian food dumplings. Um, soup dumplings? Like the little bits of dough. Like rice, like chick- chicken dumpling soup. Oh, okay. You know, the little, like, balls, matzo sure. ball kind of things? Sure. Yeah. Um, so you get them, and they're all uh, molded into very specific symbols um, that are a part of exercising and cleansing and whatnot. So, like, from a picture that I have of it, there's, like, um, a star and a bowl and some sort of moon and a bunch of, like, balls <laughs> and hats, you know? And yeah. so, like, uh, you're doing all of this sort of thing. So the custom is to make uh, a gatak of nine different ingredients, including dried cheese, various grains. Um, the balls are given out, and they have different uh, ingredients, so you'll get a different taste for some of them. So chilies, uh, salt, uh, and rice. Um, but sometimes you can get, like, coal in it. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So it's supposed to, in the one that you get, and what's hidden, is supposed to be a comment on your character. So... If you get chilies in your dough, it means you're extremely talkative. Um, <laughs> if you get white-collared <laughs> ingredients like salt, wool, wool is a thing, okay. and rice, it's considered to be a good sign um, for your future. And if you find coal in dough, uh, dough, it has the same meaning as like getting coal in your Christmas stocking. You've been real oh. naughty. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it also could mean that you have a black heart. So this is all part of the ceremony. Right. And the dancing is really cool, and I'll make sure that I... The, I think the dancing is what I want to put... Um, I was just thinking of your chamber piece, Morgan. I literally just... She was like, in the dancing, I want... And I was like, the dance. The, the dancing. dancing tonight. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, there is... Um, uh, so you after you decorate your house and you eat this stuff... Um, and you cook all of the fun New Year's stuff, pastries, including the soup, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You go and you see this um, this dance. They're the ritual dances of Lamas, L-A-M-A-S, uh, Cham, uh, C-H-A-M, and they're performed at monasteries. The purpose of Cham is to clear obstacles. Um, you clear the three types of obstacles, which are inner, um, outer, and innermost. Um, and the outer obstacles are things like sickness and famine and and life inconveniences in general. Okay. Um, and (laughs) inner obstacles are like hatred, pride, jealousy, and negative emotions. And then the innermost secret ones are, uh, conceptual. And so it's things that are keeping you from finding the true path to enlightenment. And it goes in four different parts, um... And it's very complex, and there's some really beautiful costumes. So I highly recommend that if you get the chance, you should look this up, because it is a spectacle. Yeah, it sounds like but it. But that is Exorcism Day, which sounds pretty chill. <laughs> sounds like a pretty chill. You get to eat, your it's house lot- is clean, and then you go to see a dance performance at night. It sounds a lot more positive than like when we think of Exorcism. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like it's like, hey, the bed negative like... energies. Go, go, go. You know? <laughs> and I do like, even though they don't want to necessarily be reborn, I like, they're like, no, I'm sorry, this is just the way it is, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to I think to go. it's more like it's considered a pause. Like, you're just like, mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, you, need, you just need a little reminder of that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I like it, though. So, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's a little different. It's a little lighthearted. I don't want to clean my house, though. Well, yeah. 
That's why you have me. I mean, the I, I know that one of the superstitions that we deal with in our family is that you don't sweep um, on New Year's. You don't clean on New Year's because, uh, you know, it's it's bad luck. It's kind of like sweeping after dark. Do you guys? That's not. Sweep after think, dark. You sweep away a member of your like, family. You realize the only time I can clean is at night. Right? I don't like, think I've used a broom at all in this apartment. But you you put carpet. Yeah. yeah, my mom would say that you sweep after dark, you sweep away a member of your family. <laughs> well, then all my family is away. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ow. Um. So, no, but that is interesting. Yeah. That was a very informative episode <laughs> of um, demon spirit possession and exorcism. Boop 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 boop. As a reminder, if you feel that you are being haunted or possessed by well, a, first you social media. In, well, well, no, PSA okay. first. Okay. PSA I thought you first. were saying the end. No, I was like, wait, no. <laughs> no, this it's is never the end. This is a, a PSA, a reminder. If you feel like you are being attacked by a spiritual entity or being possessed, please first seek out a psychiatrist, some sort of a mental health seek person. Help. Seek, seek help before suspecting the supernatural. Not saying you're wrong. I personally believe you could be attacked by an entity. But um, just to always make sure you are healthy and okay first. Yeah. Because also nowadays, I don't know about um, Protestant churches, but the Catholic Church, I don't think they conduct exorcisms anymore without a medical okay. person. Yeah. No, yeah. not <laughs> I Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> without a mental health physician there. Yeah. Because these used hoops. to be so commonly in the past that they would accuse possession and it was actually just somebody with a mental health disorder. Yeah. And then if you do an exorcist on someone who is mentally challenged, or not challenged, but has some issues, um, it, can, it, can, it can get violent. Yeah. And that's why it's good to have a mental And disorder. they can die. I mean, yeah. there was the um, one woman. Emily very, Rose, yeah, that movie. The one that based really. off on Emily Rose. She had so many exorcisms then. And they, they eventually uh, accused her parents of negligence because she, yeah. like, starved to death, basically. Yeah. Jeez. So. Yeah. Yeah, just one of those things. So, yes. Now winding down officially, because <laughs> we all know that you don't know our social media yet. <laughs> Clearly, because... Well, it could be their first episode. Hi, welcome. We love you already. It could be. <laughs> but as far as I know, we haven't gotten any emails. Uh, we did somebody just actually during our recording now posted a comment on our Instagram, so that was I think nice. our Insta's our most popular. Probably. Well, and, um... We're going to do some slightly different things. So if you want to see the visual representation of our topics, you have to go to Instagram. I don't know if I have a visual one for this topic. Well, if we have it, if, or if you want to see any of the other visual representations, anything to do with us, it's going to be all on Instagram, Facebook, and, and uh, Twitter. We're going to use a little differently. Twitter. Okay, we have Twitter because I don't look at it. So, um, yeah, so our follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Possibly Haunted Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Possibly Haunted Pod. And if you have any suggestions or any comments, you're welcome to comment on social media, but you can also email us at possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. We do love suggestions. We actually had a podcast fan. I don't know if we have a name for y'all yet, but... Um, Ghosties. Ghosties. Uh, possibly haunties. <laughs> no. I don't know. We'll figure it out. If you have a suggestion haunties. for that. Possibly haunties. Oh, <laughs> I thought I said ponty. I was like, like a um, But if you have any comments or anything, please let us know if you have any suggestions. Someone did give us suggestions, and we actually really value that. So Yes, you can direct message us on Facebook as well. Talk See. to us. Let us know who you are, what you like. 
familiars because we're coming. Oh, I like that. Maybe. Well, well, <laughs> no, I, well, I like we're going to discuss it. That's definitely in the top rank. Yeah. Okay. So, going off of our spirit possessions, remember, listeners, that you could be possibly haunted. Or possessed. Or possessed. Please don't get possessed. You saved yourself first.